Welcome to the Well Played DLC podcast, episode 32. The official podcast of... <laughs> Fuck, 32! <laughs> wow, we gone backwards! <laughs> Where did you get 32 from? I don't know. Welcome to the Well Played DLC podcast, episode 37, the official podcast of Well Played, Australia's sexiest gaming website. No doubt. I'm here. I'm here. I'm Zach, by the way, but I'm also here with Kieran. Hello. And Jordan tonight. Hello. I'm I'm glad to be here on the 32nd episode. Hush now. (laughs) Hush now. Uh, Just us three. This evening, we uh, couldn't get a fourth, because uh, everyone else is busy. That's not true. We do have a fourth. We do. It's we you, have, the we, audience. We have the, the seer and hearer of all things, Craig. How are you, Craig? Now recording. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you kind of did that a bit too well. <laughs> How long have you been practicing you that? you sure that that was Karen, though? How long have I been Craig? <laughs> yeah. You didn't tell us about your secret voice acting. Good yeah. old, good old Craig Verbouche. <laughs> mm. How are we all? Mm. Both. Good. Good. Yeah, I'm good too. My, yeah. my sleeping habits aren't as whack anymore, so... You're not as um, tired from a, a shorter turnaround for the episode? Uh, no, not really. I uh, it, All it means is I just wake up earlier on the Thursday to uh, edit the entire thing. Nice. Imagine being able to choose when you wake up. Yeah. Imagine. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, in all fairness, you can choose to wake up later, Kira, and there'll just be repercussions. True. He's got you there. Very true. What's been going on? What's Not new much. this week in Not much. your lives? The usual work. So, yeah. So, uh, kill that. Writing stuff when I'm not at work. Cool that. I guess. And yeah. playing playing games when you can. Playing, sometimes playing games, yeah. Mm. Did you, uh, I saw that you were looking at buying Miley Cyrus tickets. I did buy Miley Cyrus you tickets. Did. Miley Cyrus and Lil Nas X and the Veronicas, so I'm very excited. I've got to say, I was surprised. I didn't pick you for a Miley Cyrus fan. I love a good pop star. Really? Okay. Yeah. What about Miley? Uh, Not his latest album, but the one before it I love. Okay. I'm disappointed you, Zach, because as soon as I saw Kieran was buying Miley, I immediately thought, yeah, that sounds about right. Because I I just know Kieran and he loves that stuff. Well, then I saw that, that picture with like, Little Nasdaq, or whatever you guy, the guy's name was. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. What was his name? I'm, I'm, of, I'm of half a mind to censor that one. No, it's perfect. <laughs> what's, what's the guy's Little name? Little Nasdaq. Nasdaq. Yeah, anyway. Um, <clears throat> yeah, when I saw wow. yeah, when, 
Oh, well, yeah, when I saw that, I, th I thought that's... Because I thought... I, I knew that you liked rap. Um, but I did know that, that you liked pop. I just didn't know how poppy you like to get. Mm. But there we go. When's, yep. it, um, when's it on? I don't even know. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Better be on but, a Tuesday. Uh, well, well, no. If it's on the Tuesday, he'll just record while he's at the concert. Or maybe we yeah. can get Miley on the podcast. You just hear Lil Nasdaq <laughs> drop dropping rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, all right. If if Miley played video games, what would she play? You reckon? Probably the Miley Cyrus the movie game on PlayStation Three, which I own. All right. Uh, Hannah Montana. That's the title, not Miley Cyrus. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was like, it's a Miley Cyrus game. Is she still like badass? Like being like a huge rebel? Wait, no, she's pretty old now, isn't she? Well, not pretty old, but you know. She's ancient now. Well, she's not like 19 anymore. Basically, in Hollywood terms, she's elderly. Yeah. What is she, like 25 or something? Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, there you go. She's doing some cool stuff. Like, it's a bushfire charity gig, so, like... Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. She's got, like, ties to Australia, obviously, mm. with the uh, the old Hemsworths. But they're... That... They're split, but, I mean, yeah, you know, split. obviously she's got some appreciation yeah. for it, which is which is nice. Yeah, it's very nice. Is she here just touring, like, or is that just... Yeah, I think that's it, yeah. Yeah, nice. Well, no, she, she's actually here to be on the podcast. That's fair. Mm. Mm. Yeah. For the fortieth, for our big uh, forty yeah, Miley for, Stone. For, no. <laughs> <laughs> I give us your three favorite pop stars. You too, Jordan. <sighs> no. Um, okay. Or, like okay, pop, like mainstream you, pop. Yeah. I'll give you like a way out. Three favorite pop artists. Well, not a way out, but like I make it like a little bit easier for you. But like. Like we're talking like mainstream people, yeah. Like not, well, like pop, pop, pop like top not... forty type pop. I don't know what other pop is there. I don't know, like alternative. I don't know, whatever. Sure. <laughs> um, uh, Ariana Grande. Okay, she's good. Uh, Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. Um, Lady Gaga. Okay, so no Miley. I she wouldn't make top three. Well, I don't think. Hey, yeah. I said, well, you just reeled off your uh, top three, and she was in it. So, no, nah, exactly. See, I proved it right. <laughs> nice, Jordan. How about you? Uh, I'll probably Smith. put Billie Eilish in there somewhere because she's a very talented vocalist. Uh, probably Ariana Grande as well, and Bruno yep, Mars. Bruno oh, Mars, gross. He I mean, is an exceptional musician. Yeah. Mm, so is, yeah, but so is Keith Urban. Yeah, but he plays country music. How good is Keith Urban, though? That's country. Uh, <laughs> do you have to censor that? Because I didn't finish that word. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I'll help. Uh, I reckon... I would love to have a game that was composed by Keith Urban. No, you wouldn't. No, I wouldn't, actually. I do like Rihanna as well. Rihanna. Sorry, exactly. I just oh, had Rihanna, to throw that in there. Nice. Alright, should we get into it? 
Are we not? Is this the whole? You, I thought that was the whole what, podcast. What, what about, about you, Zach? What are your top three? Oh, yeah, yeah Zach. Three. Okay, yeah, no, top three. You're not exempt from this. I like a little bit of pop. Yeah, okay, so well, <clears throat> I guess uh, the 1975. You'd probably consider them to be pop. Sure. No, or or they. Well, I wouldn't have included someone like that in my list. Okay. That's why I was asking. Were you like super, super like? Okay, well, I'm just trying to think of what's uh, what's get, what gets played on the radio. Um, Midnight Blue. Midnight Blue. <laughs> we don't even get played anywhere, mate. <laughs> Top three. The Well Played DLC podcast. Yeah, nice. Of all time. Uh, they used to be my favorite band for a long time. Fuck yeah. Um, probably Ultra, like another UK like boy band. Mm. Uh, Do you ever listen to Blue? As in like the 5 or 65. No, the UK pop group? No, I don't Are know UK? off the top of my head. All right, fair enough. Uh, Continue. And... <sighs> Old school pop. Maybe... I don't know, actually. Oh, I do like um, Phil Collins. I love Phil Collins. Or is that, or is that too well, old? I'll, ta- I'll, I'll buy that. Okay. Yeah, so that'd be the three that I would choose. Nice. Uh, I mean, I could, yeah, I could probably think of a couple more if I thought more harder about it. More harder? If I just thought harder about it. Um, anyway, what have you all been playing? Not pop music uh, game-wise. Game <laughs> uh, have I, have, have I been Taylor. playing anything? Do you, do you like Not... Billy Ray Cyrus, by the way? Mm, no. Did I used you... to, when I was like... Five, I yeah. used to like Aki Breaky Heart. Yeah. Who do you reckon win in a fight? Aki Breaky Heart. A song. Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> a person. Or, uh, Probably a song to Liam be honest. Hemsworth. I was about to make a Taken reference and I realized that's the wrong Liam. <laughs> no, 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 please go on with it. No. Um... I reckon Billy Ray. Yeah, I reckon he's... I, he's I been around he's a lot longer. Yeah. Yeah, he's harder. He's seen some things uh, on tour. He's really good on that Nas X song. Little Nasdaq song. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually <laughs> serious or not. <laughs> I mean, Is he's he on... on really? He's on He's on Old Town Road. Mm. Uh... Singing about sports bras and stuff, so pretty hardcore. Yeah, very nice. All right, let's uh, let's go. (laughs) Let's move on to games now. Um, I've I don't think that I've actually played anything since last time, except for Dreams. Hmm. Uh, and a little bit of Return of the Obra Dinn, actually. Okay. Which. Is very cool, but I haven't played much of, so I don't really have much to say about it yet. Um, what are your thoughts on the entire game? Uh, it's shit. No. Nice. Um, so I'll like it then. <laughs> you'd actually like it. You'd really like it. Mm. Do you have you like? Do you know what it is? No. Uh, it's like. What's it called? It's like a, the Return of the Obra Dinn. It's set on a. It's just. It's set on like one uh, ship. 
Um, is that and... the game that has like a really like green and yellow color palette? Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, so I like this game visual wise, it's like it's playing like an on an old like monochrome monitor, like a like a Game Boy screen or like an old you know PC screen um, or an AMD GPU from last year. <laughs> um, and you basically just like investigate this ship and you like look at dead bodies and you see like a flash of how they died and then like you look at more and you've got a diary where you have to write down like you know you've got to figure out who's who and how they died and what they were doing and start mm. piecing together the mystery oh so um, it's like the sinking city yeah except uh you actually have to solve things yourself uh, <laughs> no but like you literally like you have to like glance over like details and and write in people's names and what their job is and shit it's really cool you have to do that in the sinking city just it's easier yeah but that game like tells you who's who yeah fair like you have to figure out like so would you say that <clears throat> the return of the Oberdin is the dark souls of uh of like sherlock's home style games yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> It's actually no, it's it's a lot of fun. It's really cool. Um and I'm I'm keen to play more, but I have no idea when I'm gonna have time to do that. Is that on um computer? I'm playing it on PS4. Okay, cool. But it's How on much was it? pretty sure it's on everything. It was like twenty bucks okay. or something when I bought it, however long ago. Very nice. I saw you bought uh or you I didn't see because but you told me that you bought uh Suicide of Rachel Foster. Did you get the sweet discount? Uh yeah, 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 I did. I just um I hadn't installed it yet and I still haven't played it yet. That's right. So, you know. Well, that comes with the territory of not having it installed yet. Correct. <laughs> it is installed now, but I haven't played it. Um so yeah, hopefully I'll get time. Yeah. Did you say it was like less than five hours? Yeah, it's about four hours. I reckon I actually I reckon it's shorter than four hours. Okay, cool. Um or just bang on. I might play it during this podcast and I'll tell you how it goes at the end. Yeah, nice. Very nice, Jordan. What have you been I'll let you guess. Alright. Let's go... Let's go B7 this time, which is Warframe. No. Oh? Is it Monster Hunter on the Switch? No. (gasps) Is it... it... Oh, no, no, no. I know what it is. Uh, But I don't know if I'll get the pronunciation right. Is it... uh, Bolson. Oh, Warson? That's one of the games that I've been playing, yes. Um, is it uh, Metro Exodus? No. Is the it Division 2? No. Destiny 2? No. Destiny Shit. 3? No. Treasures of Nadia? <laughs> that was in the off time, yeah, but... Uh, no. Hannah Montana? Bingo, no. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege? Oh. <sighs> we said that. <laughs> Two audible groans. No, you didn't. What, what did you say? The Rainbow Six Siege. No, I didn't say that. Nice. Is uh, that um? When's when's the last time you played that? So is there is there much updates uh, to it? Yeah, there have been I think three se- three yeah three seasons since I last hopped on. So there are about six new characters, uh, and I'm more or less playing because. I got a bunch of mates that have started playing. And I was like, yeah, I'll play with them. Why not? And yeah, it's been a blast because I'm getting absolutely destroyed. Nice. Um, so when the, with the seasons, is it just new characters or is there more maps or? 
so usually it's uh, along with two new operators, an attack and a defender. Um, there is also a new map, but what they've been doing recently is reworking old maps that don't flow as well as they should have when they're originally launched. So they're kind of, you know, breathing new life into maps that aren't as uh, welcome in the community. Okay. That game's still pretty massive, yeah? Like, um, yeah. They, I read something earlier, was it this week or was it last week? About... They're uh, something about next gen. They were yeah. They're gonna they're gonna launch uh, on the next gen consoles immediately, and it'll be cross generational play. Nice. Uh, I, yeah, I I did look at rebuying it uh, a few months ago, but I never did. So, sorry. honestly, if you're not that into PvP, it's not really a game worth picking up. No, I don't really have much time for uh, PvP stuff anymore. The people that I would usually play with, um, yeah. We don't really get much chance. Yeah, no, play. yeah, you got you got KS and like he he prefers playing multiplayer games by himself. No, I wouldn't even play with him <laughs> anymore. But yeah, Taylor and and Jason. But I do want to get GTFO. That looks awesome. Uh, I tried to get keys, but they were like you didn't meet like the parameters or something. What's so, GTFO? Get the fuck the, out. The, the survival I know horror I game. got that. <laughs> the 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 four player co-op survival horror game. Yeah, it's the um right. it's, it's by the guys who made or some dudes who made Payday and they basically uh. left left the studio. Um and that's why Payday three never got made. And it's called I think yeah, it's called Ten Chambers is the studio. Jesus, yeah. if they weren't good enough for Payday, how shit must their game be? Okay. It's actually gotten pretty good reviews, so... Jesus GTFO. Christ, Kieran, you don't pull your punches. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm... That sounds cool. I don't know. I'll... Yeah, it's like it's like a horror sort of... Yeah, like a horror-themed... Um, what, do you, what do you call it? Like co-op sort of squad shooter, sort of like Quarantine. Um, right. Is it on console? No, that, that's the only thing. Yeah, it's on, yeah. And that's, that's why I haven't bought it yet. I reckon it, if it was on PS4, I'd buy it. But yeah, it's only on console. I mean, on console, only on PC. Wow. You guys just are trying so hard not to play games with me. I see At how it moment. is. And it's no, like, that's exactly the point. And it's like yeah. 40 bucks. Every game on PC brings yeah. me closer to accidentally buying something that you also play. And it's early Yeah, but here's the thing, Kieran. I can Sorry, say you're going to play a game, and then you can just tell me to fuck off. Yeah, You'd be like, bucks. GTFO. Ah. Hmm. Get the fuck out is a hardcore four-player cooperative first-person shooter with a focus on team play and atmosphere. It features edge-of-your-seat suspense, team-based puzzle solving, and highly intense combat. Yeah, it's got, its reviews are very positive. You lost me at hardcore because pretty much every game that describes itself as hardcore is pretty boring. You lost well, me at edge of my seat because I'm on a stool at the moment and that's dangerous. Yeah, I agree. But and no, we're all about adhering to WHNS standards. awesome. I want to buy it. $50 though. Can't. I'm like... I'm like you before the podcast, Zach. I just can't control my stools. <laughs> <laughs> That's very clever. Um, nice. Also, thank you for that. <laughs> now, now that now Sorry the to entire out world the knows. Uh, Jordan, have you been playing anything else? No, just that. Uh, finish the story of Wilson. Um, haven't been able to play it since because every time... I log in, I get disconnected, so... Nice. That's great. Is that, that MBN problems, or is that... Uh, no, no. Is it by the same is... people that made Table Manners? 
<laughs> no, because these server issues are because of an update. They're just inherent to the game by the looks of it. Right. I think but, isn't Walson, what do you want to call it? Isn't it made? Hang on, I've got a hair in my mouth. Yuck. Um, the name of the studio is named after the game as well. Yes, they're called Walson Studio. Is that that's quite rare? Is it not? Yeah, I think the closest one that I can think of would be uh, the Abe's Odyssey or the Odd World games made by Odd World oh, yeah. Inhabitants. Yeah. Mm. I can't think of many others. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, <clears throat> how is how is it, Jordan? Did you uh, did you talk about it last week? I can't quite remember. No, no, no. I was downloading it while we were recording. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. So, how is it? Uh, it's pretty pretty good. The story is kind of. Bleh. But the uh, actual gameplay systems, it's kind of a, a mesh between Diablo and Path of Exile. So it's got that kind of familiar layout and design that Diablo has, but it goes a little more in depth. So you can kind of customize everything that your character can do like you can in Path of Exile. And one of the things that I really appreciate about it is you aren't bound to specific classes. You can make your person a jack of all trades which is a, a nice change because if there's one thing I hate but I also understand it's just um, class restrictions. I, I get why they exist, it's just annoying because if you want to try something else you have to play through the entire game again. So mm. I, I appreciate not having to do that with Walson but uh, there are definitely some quirks that I don't appreciate like uh, you know because I can't catch the servers I can't even play with my character offline because the characters for offline and online are two separate things. So I'll need to play through the game again to have an offline character. So yeah. hopefully I can get into it because it is a bit bum. But I, yeah, I hope I can get into it because uh, the end game looks pretty cool. It looks like it just really expands and I, I want to get into that. It's just, you know, I actually can't, which is annoying. Hmm. Is it better than Diablo? Three? Four? What's the new one coming out? Four? Four. Uh, I don't know if it's better than the thing that hasn't been released yet. So. That's fair. I'll give you that. Will it see Diablo uh, people who are keen for it? Yeah, no. I, I can see it scratching a lot of uh, people that are keen for you know an isometric RPG. Yeah, I didn't really uh, that right, did I? It's it's very no, I knew what you meant. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, it's definitely pretty good. But I can also see people that play Path of Exile kind of dropping it fairly quickly and going back to Path of Exile when the new update comes out. Hmm. I've never played Path of Exile, so I can't comment on that. Also, I was really mm. shit at Diablo, so <laughs> fuck Diablo. Nice. Um, <clears throat> very nice. Uh, me, myself. Uh, Karen, you'll be pleased to know that I've played Dreams. I am pleased. Launching the game does not count as playing it, Zach. I have played a little bit. Um, me and Anna started playing through the campaign. Uh, I like it. I do like it. I don't know if I like the motion controls, though. Did you use the motion controls, or did you just use the joysticks? The R3, you know, the thumb things. Thumb like, stick. in general? Or no, just for the campaign, I guess. What? So where you know, you know when you're moving, uh, like the little is it the imp the little oh yeah yeah and you got to and you got to angle him into the 
whatever, like with um, with like the motion. You know, you got to move the controller. Yeah. Or you can change the con- the controls to. Right. To use I. Well, see when it was when it first came out in early access. I think. Uh, motion control is the only option, so that's the only thing I really know. Okay. I struggled um, at first with those. I think if you. If you went through more of the tutorials with, like, making stuff, mm. I think you would probably get around it a bit more. Yeah. Because, um, like, I, I, d- I did see that they've added, like, joystick controls to, like, making games, but I don't think I could ever use them after using the motion controls. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I just found it a little bit uh, awkward to use. Yeah, I felt, I don't know, I hadn't quite mastered it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I fair for like 15, 20 minutes or so, but yeah, uh, but no, it's cool. I got, I got to the point um, where you get to the train, I think, and then he, yeah. he does that song and whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I think that's where we uh, stopped. But yeah, I love love that dude. Yeah, that little song was pretty good. I I, I did like that, but yeah, I dig the um the uh the little campaign so far. I haven't mm. made anything or but I but I have wanted to go and check stuff out but it, again I haven't um haven't done that but that'll be hopefully sometime this week. Uh I also nice. finally finished Sea of Solitude last night. Yeah, boy. Uh I liked it. I did. But I didn't love it. Yeah. Uh, That's pretty like, much how I felt about it. <clears throat> there was um I feel you, you know with those sort of uh, like narrative sort of games. I think there's sometimes you can have uh, it's almost like too much gameplay. If that's a little bit weird, yeah, uh, it sort of jars with like the story. Because um, there was a couple parts in Sea of Solitude where I thought the gameplay sequences went for too long. Um, mm. like I, I can was... I I can see that because uh, I had a similar thing with Yakuza Zero. Where I just felt the gameplay was getting in the way of the solid story. I feel like that's like a proper game, though. Well, not, you know, like, <laughs> that actually has gameplay in it. Um, <laughs> as opposed to, like, just, you know, you sort of... Well, you know, you, Are you uh, saying Sea of Solitude is not a proper game? Well, no, like, you, uh, you know, it's, it's more about the story. The gameplay is sort of second nature. Um, but, yeah, I felt like there were, yeah, parts sort of in the middle and towards the end that sort of slowed down... Um, the story and it was to the detriment of the games. Uh, there was one part where you had to go. It was like a platforming sort of sequence almost, and you had to go up a yeah. huge tower. I felt yeah. like that part went went for like ages, and I was like, oh, just hurry. Like, yeah, yeah, I feel you on that. Um, and then those parts where you have to clear the corruption and you have to use the flares to deal with the threat. Mm. Yeah, I think I feel like they were like, yeah, they went for like too long sometimes um or like they didn't even yeah. need, didn't like need to be there at all yeah um and i felt like the voice acting was a bit shoddy um i didn't mind yeah. too much the main character she was okay well, no, i wouldn't say she was great but she was, i think she was, I, I think a lot of the development team yeah it did, did the voice work it sounded very um english isn't their first language either which is fine but like yeah the but then it definitely not, sounds like but, a little bit amateurish. But then, yeah, like, why not go out and get people? Um, I guess, well, obviously, <laughs> but, you know, budget reasons and stuff, but sure. Um, if you're making, you know, a game sort of with a lot of narrative to it or a lot of dialogue, mm. um, 
Yeah, because there are a couple of the monsters just sort of sounded a bit, yeah, a bit amateur. Uh, but but the story and the sound itself um, and the visuals were were great. I thought the story was very good. Um, definitely that there was a couple of parts sort of towards the end, and you were like, "Oh, that's this is hitting the feels a little bit." Yeah. Um, but no, it was it's good. definitely you can you can feel like the intent behind it, yeah. and like it's a very personal game, and you can tell. Yeah, I did. But I, it's yeah, it has I struggles. It. I think overall, I I enjoyed it. Uh, there were just a couple of things that did, just didn't, yeah, it didn't quite go or hit that next level mm. for me. Um, what else have I been playing? I think that's it, actually. Or is that it? Yeah, that's it. I think, yeah, that's it. Uh, I haven't been doing anything for review. I'm going to start hitting Song of Horror soon. Uh, now that there's four episodes out and, far, and the fifth one is next month. I'm going to uh, yeah, go through that and do a full review instead of doing each episode review. Right. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought I'd do something a bit different. Because um, when I did the, the council, because you did um, Life is Strange, and you, did, and you did them as episodes, yeah? Mm. How did you find doing each episode as a review rather than a full? Yeah. That was kind of tough because, I mean, not so much in the in the scoring side of it because mm. it's you know I could kind of compare it to the other episodes and be like, well, this is like you know a lower point in the series or mm. this is like the best one yet. Um, but actually reviewing every episode without spoiling any of the story too much and still having something to say about it is difficult. Yeah, because it's like the first episode. I'm like, you know this is all the cool stuff they're doing with this series and it looks good and it's all this and it's like i can't keep saying that every episode yeah so that side of it was tough um i've also found that well because when i did the council i never really gave the game like a final score just while we're on yeah it. so it's like we don't have like a final i mean you could average out the scores and we could but there's no written component of that mm. so unless you paste all you know all the episodes into one big review but then yeah, it's like a what a, could be like a three thousand word yeah review <laughs> no one you know no one wants to read that so that's that's sort of why i was like oh this time i'll do it the other way i'll just wait for them all to come out and then i'll just do a full review yeah um, no i definitely think that that's i would i think i would prefer to do that next time if i did a yeah the only thing though is, game. is you lose i guess that immediate um, yeah traffic i guess or you know because you don't have any yeah you only sort of have it when the last uh episode comes out and then maybe by then half or two-thirds of the people will have already decided they're not going to buy it or that they have mm. bought it yeah, yeah so, tough. So, so that's the sort of um you know the sacrifice you have to make because well, i did it gamers with... shouldn't be so reliant on review scores is true is the moral of that story yeah they should just be reliant on kieran's words they should but, just listen to my words on Twitter when I just all caps go, holy shit, this is good. <laughs> the other thing that... I, I know I do. The other thing that goes against it as well is how long between reviews, um, episodes, sorry. Mm. With, I, th- I think, yeah, with Life is Strange and with this one, there's, and even with the council, I think it's like a couple of months, like two, three months, mm. which is a long time because when I think Resident Evil Revelations 2 did it, I think they were only like, couple weeks apart each episode yeah yeah so 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 that was quite good 
Um, yeah, but anyway, so I'm going to play that. Uh, I've played the first episode and or most of it, and it's yeah, pretty good so far. Nice. But yeah, I don't think I've played anything else that I can think of. Well, I've been playing something for a Made in Australia piece. Mm. Um, something that we've played at PAX. So that's exciting. Uh, that is it. There Sick. Go. Uh, we've got no reviews to talk about because there's been no reviews that have gone up. So It's been a quiet week. Has been a quiet week. Uh, you haven't had a. Have you tried table ma- manners since? No, I still can't play it. Yeah, nice. I should email them, eh? Have you tried launching it? Ah, uh, that might be it. Have you tried this? I should try turning on my computer. Mm, yeah. I should try. You're recording this. Walking video, into my apartment. <laughs> I've just gotten. I've just. I just live at work now, to avoid playing table manners. Okay. Sorry, can't play it. I'm at work. No, I want to, but yeah. Still uh, no go. Bummer. Super bummer. Uh, all right, let's kick into some news because we don't really have a topic to talk about let's this week. Do it. So, but there's a fair bit of news, so that'll uh, get into that. All right, let's let's kick it off with a, with a with a nice feel good piece here about uh, Streets of Rage Four. Boy. Uh, I know that we're all keen for Streets of Rage 4. Shout out to everyone keen for that game, which is everyone listening. Uh, yeah, so... I'm actually legitimately really keen for this. Yeah, this is... Well, we've talked about it before. This looks very cool. And so, yeah, uh, the news that popped up this morning uh, from Dotemu, uh, sorry, Dotemu, which is Dotemu. Dotemu? Yeah, no, yeah, which is the public... <laughs> Just the publisher. Um, they, that's, yeah, like, they that's my favorite fourth, anime villain. Sorry, they released the. Uh, they announced the fifth character, being um, now I'm going to butch this this guy's name. Oh no, no I'm not Floyd, Iria, Araya, Araya, um, as the fifth character. Uh, they also announced that the game will be a playable online in co-op in pair in pairs. Uh, and then for local co-op, uh, they've announced that it will support up to four players, which is the first time a Streets of Rage game has ever featured uh, up to four player uh, multiplayer locally. Very so that's pretty keen. cool. Yeah, that's yeah, that's very cool to see some couch co-op come back. Um, it's you know, so the, pretty. Yeah, the art style is very cool, and the soundtrack is like spot on as well. Mm. Um, there's a really good video I think on Dot Emus. Channel. No, I think it's, it's, I think Detemu. it's dot, dot .mu. Um, no, it's .mu. And they, yeah, it goes into sort of in like about the, the soundtrack. Because it's done by a bunch of different composers, I think. Um, right. But I don't remember the names, but I, yeah, there's a couple. Can you even call yourself a fan if you don't remember the names? No, I can't. I'm not a fan. But no, I, I love Streets Rage, especially in number two. That would be up there. In the top fifty of my best games of all time, uh, hardest nice. to get into. Uh, Jordan, are you keen for uh, Streets of Rage? I've honestly never played a Streets of Rage game before, get but I, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. let me finish my sentence. You cunts! No. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. What, you, what, what if the game was called Cunts of Rage? <laughs> Streets and of Cunts. You sold me. But no, I'll probably give this thing a go just because of Kieran's interest, not yours. <laughs> Thank you. 
even though he was rude and told me to get off the podcast. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I, I do that as well. Kieran, based on if you're looking at the uh, article with mm-hmm. the featured image, what character are you mm-hmm. going to go? Um, I, I don't know. I kind of want to go, like, Floyd looks like an absolute beast. I want to go to Temu. He looks like he's jacked up Jax. He is um, dummy thick. Fuck. <laughs> dummy thick. No, but it's true. Yeah. Um, See, I would have picked you for the uh, for the redhead for some reason. That's That would be, like, second. Because she's, she's got a guitar, mate. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Uh, I, I, I wish I knew her name. And Yeah, I don't know her name. Really, I'm telling actually... you, it's the Temu. No. <sighs> Anyway, yeah, Floyd. Floyd looks dope. I'm going Big Axel. Big Axel Rose. Of course you are. Yeah, I'm typical white boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's who I used to... I love playing with him in Streets Rage 2. Uh, you would love playing with him. I did love playing with him. No, you. Yeah, anyway, so that, that's cool. I hope they release... Oh, that was not even a word. I hope they announce... Release? <laughs> that was like, <laughs> announce and release, like, join together. <laughs> I hope they announce. A release date uh, soon. It is. They said it's coming in 2020s, but um, and they're pumping out, uh, you know, new news and trailers. So surely, something's on the cards. Mm. Uh, hopefully, in the first half of this year, because the back half is getting pretty packed. Don't tell me about it. <laughs> uh, all right. In other news, uh, Big Dylan Bluru posted this today on. Well played, well hyphen played. Uh, the PS5 controller patent suggests tracking of heart rate and sweat secretion. Um, what a word! Yeah, that's not an ideal word for a, for an article. But, <laughs> but anyway, it's accurate. Uh, so as it reads, is as re- first as reported by Respawn first. A new Sony patent has revealed that the PlayStation Five controller will feature sensors that can gather feedback such as heart rate or level on sweat secretion. There it is again. Of, not on. Oh. Leave him alone, Jordan. (laughs) He's trying his best. Um, The patient... The patient? The patent suggests that the bio... Okay, now I'm... Now, no. (laughs) (laughs) ...will then be able to make adjustments to the player's game experience. However, there are no examples given as to what these changes may be. Uh, How do you feel about heart rate and sweat secretion... Like, tracking. it's cool. Uh, what even is sweat secretion, though? There's, like, <laughs> there's like the obvious uses. Like, if if it's a horror game and your heart rate starts going up, mm. then it throws, you know, like a jump scare or something at you. Or if it's Treasures of Nadia. Then... <laughs> <laughs> or then it throws something at you. It'll um, throw another jump scare at you. <laughs> or even, like, the opposite. <laughs> even, like, the opposite. If someone's playing, like, you know, the like Sekiro 2 and mm. they're, they're stressing out, they're having a hard time, like... It just... might actually jump in and offer, like, hey, do you want to dial this down a bit? Do I actually think that might be... Uh, so, Zach, you'd know how um, Resident Evil 4 had a cool, like, auto-scaling for its difficulty? Uh, vaguely. I just bossed that game uh, one super hard, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, that because that, that's an interesting thing that they did with Resident Evil 4. So a lot of speedrunners, they'll get hit at specific points in the game to reduce the scaling of the difficulty to make it mm. easy to oh, run really? the rest of the game. Yeah. Um, so Kieran's point is actually a good one. It, like where if it measures that your heart rate's getting too high in certain portions, it'll kind of like maybe activate a background assist mode or something to make it easier for you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Hey, this guy's 
like sweating like a mofo when he fights this enemy like let's do less what of if you just, uh, what if it's like a super hot melbourne summer's day and you got no aircon well that's well, why it's it, measuring heart rate and and it'll sense. be like this guy's sweaty as hell let's boot, juice up the fans in the console oh yeah but then it'll be even warmer <laughs> <laughs> no uh yeah no it's it's interesting but i don't really know yeah Surely it would it it would be um, opt in opt out sort of um, maybe adjustment. Let's, actually, let's be honest. It's just a way to sell microtransactions somehow. You, you know what, yeah, Kieran? Sure. I reckon this is actually a secret way of announcing a new tearaway game, where it measures the amount of sweat that you have in your palms, and then you use that to like uh, dampen all the the paper in the in the game, so it just tears no. away. That sounds like it is for Media Molecule. It's for a new Media Molecule game called Wet Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And let's move on. Okay. Um, more big news came out today. Uh, the series, the Xbox Series X, uh, they info dumped a whole bunch of. Well specs. done. You didn't call it the One X this time. I know, right? <gasps> should, should I put in an applause when I edit this? Yeah, yeah do it. It's because I wrote the article. So I actually did write Xbox One X, uh, whatever the fuck it was, Xbox One Series X, whatever, in the article, and then I had to go back and delete it. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they big Phil Spencer news dumped uh, a lot of specs and stuff this morning. And to be honest, I don't really know what much of it means, but it sounds impressive. So, I'm okay. Jordan and I were actually talking about it before you came in, about the fact that uh, as far as like the current market goes, when this console launches, it's actually going to be like current mm. against, you know, the the best of PC hardware, which is... Yeah. I don't think we've really seen that in a console release since maybe like the early days when PC gaming was still in its infancy, like yeah. modern gaming, I don't think that's happened before, right, Jordan? Uh, not for console, no, no, not not really. No, I think uh, the only thing that'll really set it back is uh, when they make these consoles, they almost have like a power budget. Mm. So the actual clock speeds and stuff going through these things will be noticeably lower than their PC counterparts. Mm. But outside of that, it'll you know it's pretty exciting to yeah be i mean they haven't really gone into like super specifics about the actual hardware architecture or anything other than throwing out you know names and stuff but yeah. they have promised 12 of the old teraflops does anyone which know is, what teraflop is yeah. uh, when, they, when it's they're talking terif- about when they're talking teraflop about teraflops is- they don't mean anthem <laughs> A teraflop is a measure of how many floating point calculations it can do per second. So it's twelve billion. I don't know. Jordan, is that my is my maths right? Twelve billion uh, floating point calculations per second. I'm pretty sure that's right. Anyway, I think it's twelve billion. It's yeah. it's double the previous generation. Yeah. So the actual list here. So this is what they have revealed, or um, or they talk about further in this blog post. But it's yeah. So the Series X will have 12 teraflops of power, variable rate shading, which we'll talk about in a second, or at least Jordan will, smart delivery, cool, uh, dynamic latency input, uh, quick resume, 
Hardware accelerated DirectX ray tracing, 120 first person, no, 120 frames per second support. <laughs> it supports 120 first person shooters and no more. HDMI Once you get that, innovation no more Call of Duty. Generations of backwards compatibility, which that'll definitely uh, get people around it. Yeah. Uh, the backwards compatibility. I, I did wonder if they'd be able to handle uh, like the early games. Uh, like, um, yeah. But yeah, no, if. I think they're just continuing, yeah. yeah, pretty much what they're doing. It just runs natively and mm. gets upscaled, which is cool. But yeah, and then the uh, then the article that we posted and the actual blog post, I mean, ours is just copied from that because there was, there's a heap of information here about it. Um, so if you want to go and read that, you can find it on the website. But Jordan, is there anything that stands out here for you? Uh, so there are a couple cool things going on. Uh, the variable rate... The VRS, the variable rate shading, is probably one of the most interesting things. This is something that developers have been starting to do recently. A standout for me would be Digital Extremes, um, where basically what they can do is... Is that Warframe? Yes. Um, (laughs) they They can focus on specific elements of the screen that are more important than others and make sure those render at a higher quality than the less important details and they'll render those less important details at a lower quality. It's almost like um, LOD bias, which is level of detail, but to a much more refined state. Mm. It's basically like a bespoke technology that's designed just to tell the other technologies how to do their work more efficiently. Mm. Kind of. So Um, does that mean that like some uh, textures will not be as high quality or something like that? It's more that. about yeah. shader, shader effects and stuff. Yeah, but so yeah. where most developers use it is with volumetric fog because fog volumes are very difficult to render. They're very taxing. So in um, darkened areas, when there is a lot of fog, they'll probably render it at a lower pixel count than what the game normally calls on because you won't notice it. So it saves that processing for basically the same effect. Mm. Okay. Yeah, boy. Uh, anything else that got you tight in the jorts? Uh, that dynamic latency input seems pretty cool as well, where they can increase or limit how quickly the game will respond to a command based on the intensity of the activity that's going on. So if it's in, like, it's a pretty chill kind of thing. It'll it'll like not try to prioritize how fast the response time will be, which. That would be pretty cool. Um, it seems like that's cool, but also like, wh- what do you? Where do you benefit from when it's not using that? Like, yeah, I would it just be those like technologies? I, I, it could be battery. I, I think it'll be something that we'll see the benefit of when developers start to really like understand the technology a bit more. Yeah, because I know um, like phones actually use a similar thing, like a lot of newer yeah. phones, where like when you're playing a game, it ups the screen responsiveness. Yeah, by like sacrificing other things. But it'll, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how developers use this because another technology that didn't really get used a whole lot until an infamous game called Crisis came out was ambient occlusion. Mm. Developers thought that was stupid, and now everyone uses it. Yeah. So that it'll be interesting, yeah. and obviously 120 FPS support. Um, I'm glad to see that Xbox is limiting how many first-person shooters there are going to be on the console. <laughs> <laughs> but this does raise an interesting fact. As far as I know, there is one game that runs at higher than 60 FPS on the Xbox. Right. 
Is it Warframe? No, it isn't Warframe. Is it Greedfall? Oh. No. Is it Metro Exodus? No, that game doesn't even run at 60 on PCs. <laughs> Sudoku. Oh, really? No, it does run at 60 on PCs. Yeah, oh. It just had its moments. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, that Six that can out. that can run up to like I think seventy one or seventy two FPS. But very, very very specific cases though. But yeah, it's interesting to see that. And uh, mm. yeah, it's uh, glad to see they've properly got HDMI two point one. Uh, means if they somehow could figure out how to do it, they could do four K sixty FPS plus. What does that mean? Uh, plus. Plus, higher than 60 FPS. Okay, so that's just what it means then. Yeah. Right, okay. Um, yeah, no, that's more or less about it. There is the hardware accelerated DirectX ray tracing. Fortunately, the only real DirectX ray tracing we've seen was in Battlefield Five, and that was just absolutely terrible. But that's also <laughs> partly attributed to RTX as well. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. I've got to say that when I was putting this up, the smart delivery sounded interesting. Uh, yeah. So I'll, I'm sure I'll, you saw the discourse on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Well, so two I'll, people responded I'll to me. I'll read this but, little yeah. block out <clears throat> so people know like, what I'm talking about. But it says, or Phil says, this technology empowers you to buy a game once and know that whether you are playing it on Xbox One or Xbox Series X, you are getting the right version of that game <clears throat> of that game on whatever Xbox you're playing on. We're making the commitment to use smart delivery on all our exclusive Xbox Game Studios titles, including Halo Infinite, ensuring you only have to purchase a title once in order to play the best available version for whichever Xbox console, basically, you have. Mm. Uh, and that and the technology is available for all uh, developers um, and, and uh, publishers. Mm. So basically, yeah, if, if you have a 1X... Uh, sorry, fucking... A Series X. If you have a One X or a, and a yeah. Series X, uh, it'll. Um, I think it's yeah, essentially it'll get those enhancements. Like it'll yeah. auto recognize those enhancements. It, it almost uh, sounds like they're gonna basically ship everything as a Series X game, but it'll recognize the mm. uh, less the lesser platform and kind of downgrade itself to fit it better. Yeah. Yeah. But that sounds cool. And the quick resume also sounded interesting. I mean, not that I use it a lot, but there's been, there's been times where I've, um, I've paused the Xbox you know, and, and it's gone sort of to sleep. Um, and then I've loaded it back up like, like an hour later and it's had to go back through the whole loading screen again. But yeah, so with this new quick resume, uh, it sounds like it, you, won't, you wouldn't have to go back through any loading screens. Yeah. I mean, like, technically the PS4 and the Xbox both do that already with a single game mm. yep. where you know you can just put it into rest mode and then load it up later um but this is like multiple games now yeah so you can you can just like suspend shelve shelve a game where it is and then come back to it later even after playing another game which is pretty cool but um the quick resume for like a single game on the current xbox barely works so yeah that's hopefully cool. this actually works this it's time it's okay the ui for the current xbox barely oh, works well. yeah anyway yeah well the the fact that like that whole smart delivery thing makes me think that uh operating environment wise the xbox series x is actually more different to the xbox one than i thought it was going to be mm. because the expectation for me was that 
games would automatically work cross-generation and they would just look nicer on the Series X kind of like they do on the Xbox One X now. But it sounds like developers actually have to go in and make specific improvements. Mm. Well, and yeah, it wouldn't surprise me because there can be various improvements, whether it be from physics, calculation, AI, yeah. you know, animation, all that stuff. Whereas the difference between the Xbox One and the Xbox One X is purely just graphical. Yeah, so it's, it seems like they get... Like, where they had Xbox One X enhanced on, you know, certain games in this generation, it sounds like they're doing away with that, like, just the basic enhancements, and it's just like, you know, if a developer wants to go in and make an upgraded version, they can, and then they can either sell it or opt, opt into the smart delivery thing and people get it for free, which seems odd. But Yeah, well, that would be... I guess that ties into... Um just to sort of move on slightly, but that would tie into um, uh, CD Projekt Red today. They announced yeah. that Cyberpunk 2077 will... Um, yeah, it's, it basically supports that. So if you buy it once, you don't need to buy it again. If you uh, buy a, a Series X or a PS5... Uh, was was it which PS5 or did I, really I not put words are, in their mouth there? They've only, they've only said Xbox Series X, haven't okay. they? Yeah, because it's part well, of that smart delivery thing. Yeah. I will say I didn't like the way they phrased that. It made it seem like they were being really unique in doing it when they're really not. No, well, I mean, you do you get that with Play Anywhere right now. Yeah. And that's I, that's also an enhanced version of the game if you're playing on a more powerful PC. Mm. So I, it's it seems it seems I don't know. It seems like they're doing it a weird way, instead of just making it like, you know, a. Uh, a sure thing like a consistent part of the operating environment where people can just play their games across both generations and expect the best version on whatever it seems like they're making it into like a feature for each game which is weird i just i just know that publishers are going to dick people over use that as an excuse to try to charge people for upgrades i feel like though that um as this as we've gone on i think more publishers are sort of realizing that this sort of stuff you can't really do or that yeah or that there are benefits so, i i will say when they talk about smart delivery it doesn't exactly say that current xbox one games won't work on it it just says it doesn't say they won't work some, some games will see um, a variety of benefits which means that all this could mean is it's just you know a developer decides we're going to put in the extra effort to make a variety of enhancements for the upgraded console yeah but they do that now that's what xbox yeah. yeah, but One you know what I mean. Is... Like, like we're going to fix up these animations, or you know, tune uh, these physics calculations stuff. I like think that. yeah, it's basically like a guarantee that if they release like a a better edition of the game, that you'll still be entitled to it. Essentially, mm. but, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. It seems no. weird to me. I, it's I'm too vague sure. and not not specific enough about how they're making it work. It could also just be a um, like a marketing sort of move it definitely way. is oh, yeah. oh. city of project red's marketing is brilliant they're, they're really smart they're really good oh. at getting people on their side without doing much yeah i i mean you know that that just you could just see from the from the reaction from like a lot of people that you know they thought that was a great move by um city project red yeah when it's literally like the standard yeah uh, and that's what i sort of said to you know got to get that good pr kind of thing <laughs> um all right let's move on to something something else uh let's 
Let's go to Boulder's Gate or Boulder's Gate if you're Adam. <laughs> if you're Adam Ryan. Uh, who completely misspelled boulders for boulders. Uh, I mean, I'll cop some of that that heat because I was supposed to edit it and I didn't really do it. Sorry. I don't know. Anyway, so let's... I haven't actually read this news. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what was... I have, read, I have seen wow. um, headlines around, but what... Has anyone checked this out properly? It's, I mean, it's 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 a standard kind of announcement. It's yeah. basically just uh, that the fact that Baldur's Gate is coming out uh, on Steam access. as an early access yeah. game this year sometime. Um, which I mean, it's kind of interesting because they're not releasing it as a finished product. Yeah, which is pretty it's... weird for like such well, a that, big that, project. That's, that's what they've always done. They did it with uh, Divinity Original Sin and Dust too. Yeah. Okay. So I, I got both those games in their early access stages. Right. And, uh, truth be told, they're probably one of the most polished early access games I've played. Yeah, I mean, Larry and are great, so... They're, they're excellent. They're... So, do we know how long this game's been in development for? No. Have they it got maybe, announced last maybe, year. Maybe we should flick Larry in an email, see if we can uh, ask some questions. Get, get the scoop. Get the big scoop. Because, yeah, I feel like... Because they make big games, don't they? Like, they're not small at all. No, no. they make pretty big games. Yeah, they're huge, huge yeah. offerings. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do recall that trailer, and that looked pretty cool. And I've always, yeah, like I said before, I've wanted to get into the Baldur's Gate games, but as uh, Jordan said last week, that there's just basically no, no chance I'd ever finish it. Yeah. So I haven't finished Original Sin 2 and I've played like a hundred hours of it. Maybe we should play Good less stuff. Warframe and less Rainbow Six and finish what are that game was again? I've already forgotten the name of it. Um Divinity Original Sin oh, 2. Um who's keen for Baldur's Gate 3? Ah, uh, fucking hell yes. I'm I'm pretty keen. I used to love the Baldur's Gate games. Hmm. So Did you get so, the It's been a while since oh, sorry, I played like, like a like the 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 remasters? No, I should pick them up, but mm. I haven't played that style good, of game good, literally since those games. Kieran, if you pick it up when it's in early access, I'll have it as well, and so you can tell me to fuck off. Perfect. Do you? When you say you haven't played that style of game, can you sort of expand on that a little bit? Like, what do you mean by that style of game? What am like, I missing here? I thought it was just a, like an RPG game. Uh, it's a bit of a weird one to explain. So it kind of. Uh, frames itself as an isometric game, but the actual design and gameplay is entirely different. Um, it kind of mixes stuff like point and click, and mm. the 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 uh, dialogue is very in depth. Your choices have a lot of meaning to yeah. different story arcs go. So it it's very. I guess the easiest way to describe it is it's a very interconnected kind of game. Yeah, okay. but like I haven't played any. Like I like I used to love the Baldur's Gate games and like uh, Icewind Dale and stuff, but that was like two decades ago, and yeah. I haven't played any like modern. I guess the closest modern equivalent is like a modern CRPG, like Divinity, even or, or kind of like a different style of game, but yeah, it's in the same same like fantasy RPG vein. But I haven't really yeah delved into a big like like RPG like that in a long time. Um, I think we might have spoken spoken about it here on the podcast, but. Uh, Kieran, do you remember 
or and Jordan, the Icewind Dale two games can't be re- or game can't be remark enhanced. Sorry, because they can't find the source code. I think I remember something about that. Yeah, yeah. I think we spoke about it. I mean, it actually, yeah, no, I think ago. I do remember that because then I also brought up how Square Enix has lost a lot of source code yeah. as well because it just wasn't the practice back I think then. It was Icewind Dale. Yeah, mate. Well, see, that's you would love Baldur's Gate. Yeah. Maybe I'll pledge it. No, I won't pledge it. <laughs> All right. Mate, if you're going to pledge it, just submit that you're going to be playing your punishment game. Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah. <laughs> so is this only coming to Steam so far? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, so oh, what they yeah, usually well, do in is... In early access, yeah. Yeah, yeah it'll be in early access, and then after the official release, about a year or 18 months later, it'll probably come to console. Okay. Cause, Hopefully um, it's faster turnaround next generation. Because I'll mate have Fingers uh, crossed. that early access program, don't they now? Uh, Microsoft? Xbox? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they do early Actually, access you're right. They did do that for Divinity Original Sin 2 as well. Uh, mm. Preview members got access, I think it was like six or seven months after the official release on PC. Hmm. Nice. Doesn't sound that early. Uh, all right, next bit of news. Dreams is ridiculous. Karen, there we go. That's the news. Your little baby. Uh, it's not really news. It's just, a. I guess we spoke about some of the cooler dreams things or some of the cooler ones that I'd seen last week. Um, but, uh, old mate, Adam Ryan, who's thankfully spelled dreams correctly. Um, yes. D R U A M S. <laughs> uh, highlighted on the website earlier that, uh, somebody remade the ghost of Tsushima trailer in dreams and, it looks ridiculously it does. It does. like it looks, on point. It, like if you watch the, the, the side by side preview, like it's, it's crazy. Uh, it's, it's just nuts what people have been doing in dreams in the short amount of time that it's been out. Cause so, like a lot of this, this stuff wasn't happening in early access. A lot mm. of this stuff has only come out since the game's actually released. And that um, little, but like that little part's not playable, is it? Like they've only made like a video or something. No, it's like a scene, so it's just like a yeah. an animation, as far as I can tell. Because um, you know, obviously, you're not you're not stuck in just making games. You can make you know, you can just make a sculpture, and then people yeah. when they play it, they can just you know view it and rotate it and stuff. Or you can make a scene with like predetermined cameras and stuff, or you know whatever you want. So yeah, um, yeah they've just kind of done that, and there's been some other stuff like. Did I? Did we talk about the Fallout thing last time? I don't think so. No. So like, there's there's one that's somebody's basically recreating Fallout Four, and uh, it it looks, you know, almost identical, and it plays the same, and it's it's just crazy that people are using Dreams to make that kind of stuff. So if how... anything, it's probably runs better than Fallout Four. <laughs> so how <laughs> how do you think? Hang on, let me think how to phrase this question. How are they allowed to make these? Is it because they're not selling them? Is that <sighs> yeah, it's like... Point? I think it falls under the same category as like fan art or yeah. like... You know, it's... If somebody really wanted to, like if Sony really wanted to, they would probably come down on it. But given that Ghost of Tsushima is their property anyway... I mean, more like, uh, like the Fallout. But like thing. Fallout... Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if like... Bethesda wanted to make a big deal of it, they would just remove it. Mm. Um, it's it's interesting. There's actually been a little bit of, uh, not controversy as such, but like um, not long ago in Dreams, somebody made uh, a human female model that people could use to build their own characters off of. Mm. Um, and it was like a, like a nude female model, but it wasn't like 
there wasn't you know detailed genitalia or, or nipples or even a face or anything like that it was just like a base model that's like similar to the ones you use for you know drawing or whatever you, you mean the thing that uh ubisoft couldn't make for assassin's yeah Creed the thing that ubisoft couldn't make anyway um that got taken down by uh one of the dreams moderators because dreams doesn't use like a robot moderator it actually has a team of people moderating everything um and you know there's a bit of a a ruckus on twitter about it and then media molecule came out and said that it was a mistake and it shouldn't have been deleted so they've put it back now which is good yeah um but uh yeah there's still a little bit of i think uncertainty with some people around what can and can't be made um because at the end of the day it is like a pg rated game so yeah i guess they have to be careful i guess yeah like the question sort of comes from you know how there's always a little uh, small teams that are making like fan remakes yeah um, generally they're I think, always they're mostly free like you know they're not taking money. i think the i think the difference is even if they're not asking for money for that there's still there's still a perception that they're taking money away from sales of the legitimate version of the game but not if they don't exist yeah but yeah i mean if like it like yeah, no, i think no, the yeah, yeah. You're probably thinking of like the Pokemon ones and stuff, especially that Nintendo keeps shooting down. Yeah, a lot of that is it. like people making Pokemon games that are arguably better what than do you mean, arguably? Nintendo's ones. <laughs> so, you know, it's, yeah, it's just, uh, it's, it's interesting. That, um, it's one of those things. Like, I don't think anybody, I don't think Bethesda all- thinks that people are going to go and buy dreams to play fallout four instead of just buying fallout four. So that's where they're wrong. I don't want to, I don't want to buy fallout four and you aren't going to buy dreams. <laughs> but, that's, but that's the thing though, is that what if someone recreates like Scalebound, for example, um, well, they're not gonna. I'm not just, on the, you know, you know, I'm just saying, you know, well, that's where example. Microsoft will knock on their door and stick a cancel sticker um, on their forehead. It's like, yeah, what's <laughs> like even the it, most impressive stuff on dreams. Like, although it is like a very, very, eerily accurate copy of something that exists they're definitely not as good games yeah. like full games yeah um, um yeah. yeah it's definitely interesting and there's some super talented people um there's some crazy stuff yeah i love it i do want to get into the music making stuff um we do need to make an outro music uh theme sorry first i can't wait for you to get into it for the potty no i'm keen all right Let's move on to the next one. Uh, and the coronavirus is causing some problems for uh, um, events that are happening uh, now and in the near future. Uh, there's one example is Kojima Productions have pulled out of GDC uh, over fears of uh, the virus. Um I haven't read this article. Kieran, you put it in. Is there anything yeah. more yeah. to so sort of that? Kojima, Kojima have pulled out. EA have pulled out as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, PlayStation pulled out of PAX, PAX East. East. Yeah. Um, and I think Oculus, I think uh, Facebook pulled out of um, GDC as well. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so currently out um, from GDC, there's EA, Square Enix, Capcom, uh, Kojima, Sony, and Facebook. Have that just pretty much just leaves what like Kosh Media, yeah. THQ Nordic. <laughs> well played, and like well all played, the, uh, we'll be there. All the indie devs are there. Um, yeah, because I know that the article that I linked in here, the Boston mayor has written to Sony to basically try and convince them to 
reverse their decision and and come to the um, the event because the Last of Us Two was going to be playable, mm. I believe, at that at that show. Uh, mm. you know, obviously, people, which is obviously a massive draw card. So yeah, do you reckon? Yeah. Do you reckon uh, there's going to be like a one week delay or however long it takes for The Last of Us Two, where they change the virus from cordyceps to the coronavirus? <laughs> Um, no. Well, the difference is that the cordyceps virus is actually dangerous. Well, isn't the old mate dangerous as well? People are dying. It's like one percent. I I think the issue well, with uh, not to with, no I I don't want to I think, don't really I think, know the I facts. I think the big issue well. with old mate is the threat it can impose if it continues yeah. to mutate rather than its immediate yeah. threat right now. Well, yeah. yeah. So and we you know, obviously anywhere it spreads it's 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 dangerous to, you know, uh, the elderly or like yeah, the, and, immunocompromised and people and stuff. Yeah. So you don't want it anywhere. But no. it's also but, a lot of the panic is born of media panic and yeah. inherent uh racism and this probably isn't the podcast for that, but you no, know what I mean. No. What do you mean? The game but, is just um, <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely because it is. Yeah, it's getting. Uh, I guess all all the coverage makes it seem pretty scary in a way, mm. um, and you hope that it doesn't sort of yeah, mutate and spread. Because there was, um, not to get too much into it, but that there was a case where a lady um, basically was like undetectable, or, or, or sorry, had like showed no of uh, the none, like none of the symptoms, and had actually failed the test. So like she passed or whatever. You know, she was. All good. Wait, and then did she, she fail? Did she pass? And she in, infected a bunch of her um, relatives and stuff. And yeah. then they did like another test, and it was like, yeah, she she showed some, uh, you know, that she was te- she tested positive for it, um, but still mm. had like none of the symptoms. So yeah, that's the sort of the uh, you know the scary part now is that you can, I guess, have no symptoms but still be carrying it. Anyway, let's move on. Um, <laughs> well, I guess while we're on the topic of that sort of thing, biomutant. Um, let me open the article. So they have finally. So we've we've published a little bit about Biomutant recently uh, with a an online retailer perhaps leaking the release date, and that was untrue. It was <laughs> untrue, we, unfortunately. Which we did uh, we did think, but Experiment One Hundred One. The game's developer has basically said on Twitter last week, I think. I think it was the day we recorded the... I can't remember. Anyway, uh, basically they just put out a, a statement about the game and it says, We know that many of you are wondering if the game is still in development. Let us assure you that we've never been working harder and more focused on it than now. We are doing everything we can to make it the, to make this the best game of all. Uh, sorry, the best game all of us have ever worked on uh, and that it will be entertaining and great as we can possibly make it. We can only hope for your continued support and patience as we complete the final stages of its development. Uh, yeah, and it just says that they're just, yeah, you know, the usual sort of talk about, you know, games are hard to make, uh, lots of polishing needed and all that sort of stuff and lots of uh, challenges along the way. But yeah, hopefully it comes out soon. They said that they will reveal the release date uh, when the studio feels confident about hitting that date. Mm. Uh, so... It sounds like it's coming this year. It has to come. I, this I year. would definitely say that it's coming this it's year. It's been in development for forever. Um, I I initially thought it would be Q one, 
but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Now I'm thinking maybe Q3. But then it's see, this is the thing. Like, if I hold it off again to you know to the second half of the year, they're going to come up against some pretty big games, and you know after all that time and development, yeah, you don't want it to get sort of just get bossed because yeah. But you also want to put out, you know, yeah, the best yeah. game you can because yeah, if it's no, if it's unfinished, you probably hurt yourselves more than launching against other games. W- weren't they aiming to have it done by the end of the fiscal year for wherever they're uh, based? That was one of the yeah. So, but I don't know. We we never really worked that out, did we? Whether yeah. like where that was. I think it's like in April, which does sort of yeah, sort of fits into Q one. That's even though it's no, that's the start Q2. of Q two. But you know, I'm claiming that. Um, but hopefully, it comes out soon because I want to play it and I don't know that you do too Kieran though I'm, I'm surprised you haven't bought any of the collectors nah like as much as I am super keen for it I'm trying not to do that that's fair as much that is also such a very strange uh, arrangement that you could buy the fact that you can buy the collectors pre-order the collectors like now and they don't even have a release date almost two years well probably not two years but like what 18 months yeah. Um, before the game's even out, that's odd. Um, so I would it is say strange. I would I would I would say that they like they must have uh, been ready to release almost, and then they've gone. You know what? This is probably gonna mm. be either going to tank or um, you know we need a lot more time or whatever. Um, but it sounds like they're they're in you know they're at the very end of it. So yeah. Um, a date should be coming soon. Um, the other news we've got here, uh, this happened right after the podcast last week, but THQ Nordic have announced that Gothic, sorry, the Gothic remake will be put into full production, uh, which is yeah, very boy. exciting. I know that everyone's keen for that. Um, so the article that Adam posted last week uh, says that the original Gothic, which released back in 2001, was a fantasy RPG that received a fair amount of critical praise. Uh, they, they being THQ Nordic, put out a playable teaser uh, just to sort of give the public a bit of a taste of what they were sort of aiming for if they were to proceed with a full, a full game. Uh, and over 180,000 players have given the playable teaser a crack. Uh, you either had to own the Gothic games or to buy oh, at least one of them, I think. Mm. Um, to get the teaser, you like you couldn't just download the teaser. So yeah, so that's a good a good sign. Um, and yeah, and they've done a survey of around forty thousand people or players of of that. And yeah, they've uh, basically greenlit the remake uh, with a plan to open a studio in Barcelona that will handle nice. the game's production. Uh, it'll be for PC and next-gen consoles, and obviously there's no release information at all because, you know, it's still well, well early, early days. But have any of you guys played the Gothic games? I know that we've spoken about this previously. Uh, I'm fairly well, certain that I. Ah, oh, you go. Uh, after playing Elix, I had no drive to. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because it's the same developer, isn't it? What yeah. was Piranha Bytes? Um, but yeah, like I, I played the teaser. Um, and I actually, I quite enjoyed it. It was pretty rough, uh, but you know it was pretty, it was de- decent. So it's it basically finished, or yeah, yeah. Well, it's basically better than Elix. Um, shout out to Prana Bites for that. 
But did you? Yeah, sorry. So, Kieran, you've played Gothic. Um, I've played. I'm pretty sure that I played like the second or the third one, like mm. way, way back when I got my very, very first gaming PC. Mm. Which was easily like like would that have been like 15 years ago? Probably, almost. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, so, two, 2001 is the first one. Yeah. So okay. Be, cool. So it'd be um, roughly around that. Yeah. So I have dabbled in them, but I don't think I've ever like played completely through one. Yeah. They're um, they were always like appealing to me because of obviously the the fantasy RPG aspects, mm. but also not the most like uh polished polished or like player friendly mm. games did you ever I play guess, two um, worlds yeah a little bit again same, um very very much the same sort of deal yeah yeah definitely yep <laughs> 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 um all right well, let's wrap the news up actually one thing let's a uh, quick little shout out for uh kieran here his uh dreams review score and a little quote was um highlighted in the playstation europe dreams accolades trailer so well done lad well done um, oh yeah yeah you're uh you and um playstation have a pretty good relationship don't you confer wish hills yeah yeah <laughs> definitely uh, uh, you know, thanks for that hundred thousand dollars i got i got paid for that quote so it's all right we'll the see xbox the xbox series x is only one percent as powerful as the playstation 5 yeah <laughs> <laughs> more like twelve hundred teraflops. I, I I can't wait for them to actually quote that. <laughs> yeah, that's going in the accolades trailer well, for the console. Okay. Hear me out. No. New business proposition for well played. Let's make uh let's go into business against Havanas and let's call them teraflops. No. No. It wouldn't work. With two R's because they're like you're walking on the earth. I like it. I, yeah, I might censor all this just so we can patent it. Yeah, do it. Let's let's do it. Teraflops. Or like, or they yeah. make scary like um, ghost noises f- when you fongs, walk. Fongs for Te- gamers. By teraflops. Gamers. <laughs> <laughs> what it, what it, what makes a gamer thong? I don't know. It's got. Massage okay, you get like. I know what makes a gamer thong. You can get flavored thongs, so it's like you know, you get like Mountain Dew thongs or. <laughs> they have flavored thongs already. So what Do you're it? saying is we're catering oh. with with a foot fetish now. I just got that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know in New Zealand they call them jandals? Yeah, I know how weird that. And in the UK they call them flip flops. We well, they call them, them that in the US as well. And we call them thongs. I was speaking but to jandals. A, a British girl at work, and she's like. Yeah, like you guys are weird. Like you call them. Did she ask for two thousand princes as well, or no? She didn't. No. Anyway, let's go to some off-topic news. Sorry, off-topic news. Off-topic chat. Sure. Unless you want to talk about thongs a little bit more. No, I'm all good. I mean, I I will say that kind of got off-topic anyway. So yeah, true. Uh, All right. Anybody done anything? Anything? Gee, I always thought I'd never say that, and I just did. Oh my god! Um, anything? Let me just let me just do some think about that. Um, no. Uh, yeah, yeah I, guys, I'm just anything? thinking. Seen anything? Heard anything? Apart from uh, the new Grimes album came out. Jordan, do you listen to Grimes? 
Do you like Grimes? No, I honestly haven't. You seem heard like Grimes someone before. who would hang off Elon Musk's dick if you could. Oh, I would. Wow. Okay. How'd you know? Yeah, um <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I haven't listened to Grimes. I've been meaning to. I just kind of forget to. And I probably it's will very continue good. to do so. It's very good. See, that's the kind of pop artist that I would definitely put in my top three if we're talking like the broader scope. Yeah, of like pop her. Her, sorry. Um Are they is she like big? Or like Yeah, a, she's fairly big in like the alternative pop scene. Um she's she's with Elon Musk as well. No, I, I, I think he was asking from. if she's dummy thick. Really? Yeah. They're like together. Yes. Yeah. Wow. She's having a baby. Little baby Elon. Uh, anyway. Um, uh, I also I watched something. What did I... Oh, uh, I've been watching The Good Place. Hey! Um, Georgie and I started watching it earlier in the week. We mm. put the first episode of the first season on. And I was like, I can only watch a couple episodes because I got I to gotta write stuff. I got to do stuff. And then we got about halfway through the second season they're, they're short seasons they're short and they're short like they're 22 yeah. minute episodes but like that show is so aggressive with the way that it teases the next episode oh my goodness it's like, like you can't not oh. keep watching it's impossible um, um what's it about it's, the good place oh, the good place um well i don't want to it's hard to explain without like spoiling season okay. one stuff but um essentially it's about uh a woman named eleanor who dies and wakes up in you know quote unquote the good place uh and then realizes that they've, they've made a mistake and she's not a good person oh wow um and it yeah there's lots of like twists and turns from there it's, and it's it's you know for a lot happens in the show but it's somehow mm expertly paced at the exact same time yeah it's very like it's very light-hearted and upbeat and yeah silly and like but some of the jokes are it, incredible you, you can tell that it's from similar guys that did uh brooklyn 99 yeah yeah definitely all oh, right okay <laughs> so zach doesn't want to watch it anymore <laughs> I, know. I didn't want zach to actually like something good for once that's why i said oh. it wow that's all right nice um oh, yeah hit me like that yeah, yeah. Because you no, insulted it's... Bloodborne. When? <sighs> On Twitter. <laughs> I did too. Suck in. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched the first episode of Hunters or Nazi. Oh yeah, how was that? Good, very good. Long, hour ninety for the first ep. For the... Whoa. Yeah, that's uh, a that's a movie. Yeah, but there's like eight or ten eps maybe. Um, yeah, it's very good though. It's it's it starts very slow. Um, and it starts sort of a bit. It like, sounds like it. Um, sort of thoughts are a little bit. I can't talk. Starts <laughs> sort of like a like a traditional sort of superhero film, you know, where actually no, I can't because that that's going to be a spoiler. Never mind. Let's 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 just figure it out. You heard it here, people. It's a superhero that. film. Um, but no I was going to reference something then I thought no I better not because that'll give it away uh, yeah so but yeah so but it's good it's it's good so far I can't really yeah, say much because it's 
there's lots of stuff that happens in the first. Is it similar to Brooklyn Nine Nine? No. Oh, fuck uh, it then. Definitely not. But it's <laughs> but it is very apparently it's based on true events. Um, I don't know superheroes. Like real superheroes? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we got Elon Musk. And his little fucking super dildo that he wants to put in the cave water, whatever it is. That little What? Line. What? You know that little... <laughs> what? You know that little... <laughs> <laughs> oh Remember how he yeah, okay. made that I got thing? you. Yep. And everyone I thought there was I thought I thought that whole thing was like a sex thing, like putting it in the cave water was like a <laughs> euphemism. <laughs> no. <laughs> like the literal cave water. No, uh, okay. That little device that he made. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I got you now. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah, cool. Um <laughs> anyway, but um, <laughs> uh, Do you think he, he calls his erections elongations? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh my uh, god. It is it is very cool. The only one thing I'm gonna I'm gonna say is Al Pacino uh is old. I don't know if is there such thing as a Jewish accent? No, it probably would be Jewish. It'd be like a Polish sort of accent. I think he's Polish. Um in what? The show. Anyway, his accent's very hard to understand sometimes. Um, which yeah, that's probably the only thing. And the subtitles on Amazon Prime. Do you have you that guys got Amazon Prime? The most boomer complaint about a show ever. <laughs> oh, I can't understand him. I don't know if he's talking Jewish or Polish or whatever. Fuck <laughs> off. I'm not gonna read fucking subtitles. No, they're tiny, mate. These uh, subtitles are too small. Well, that's got nothing to do with how, him. So, how, the, the... how dare a Korean film win Best Picture of the Year? I hate you guys. <laughs> um, no, it just sounds, sort of sounds a bit muffled. Like It's not super clear um, sometimes. And the subtitles, which were in different scenes to him uh, when they're speaking German, is like the, the subtitles are very small. Like, it's very strange. Um, Maybe they're small subtitles because he's softly spoken. I don't know. It's it's very. It's I've never seen sometimes like that small before. I don't. I don't like. I don't know if it's a setting on Amazon Prime or that's just how they are. It's it's official. Zach Zabuma. <laughs> I'm done. That's it. <laughs> okay, Boomer. <laughs> now I'm upset. Now, now you've hurt me. Uh, all right. Let's. Uh, does anyone have anything else they want to add? Yeah, I've uh, speak clearly. What, yeah, Jordan, have you, you? What have you watched? Uh, I actually have been catching up on Dragon Ball Super because uh, oh, I realized no. that's no. the podcast for today, uh, everyone. <laughs> mate, it's the same thing over again. Mate, I'm sure, it's a little fireball. You're over absolutely hands. right, but that doesn't mean I'm not allowed to enjoy it. That's yeah, true. Well, I'm not allowed to enjoy not understanding people. So, <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah. There's a slight difference there, but the show's but, yeah. good though. But uh, you know, aside aside from that, uh, one of my favorite Aussie bands, Polaris, released a new album this week. Oh, I haven't listened to that yet. Oh, so good. I really so like the cover. That's as close <laughs> as I've got to listening to it. I looked at the cover. That artwork always owns. Mm. So yeah, but no, I've been very pleased with that album. Mm. I've also been trying to listen to Tool, and uh, yeah, I'm convinced that people like terrible music. Yeah, well, that's. Sorry, have you met Zach Jackson? <laughs> wow. The, oh, God, Tool is so boring. They're all right. No, they're so They're boring. like Dragon Ball Z. It's just the same thing over and over. No, oh, like no, 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 pretend no. it's good. No, 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 no. I feel like more happens in Dragon Ball Z than there Okay, Bulma. 
But like more happens in that show than there does in Tool's music. It's just so boring. Well, uh, so Lockie Robbo, who's a big fan of the show, is now unsubscribed, unfollowed, everything from uh, Well Played. So Well Played, Jordan. Because we said that he's bad? No, because he loves Tool. Ah, not because he is. Okay. And Jordan just called them boring. So now... So nobody's at all. Nobody's at all. Well, well I, I okay. won't be. Uh, Lucky Robo is definitely not at all. No. You might be. Well, I mean, I can't understand Al Pacino, so maybe I'm... Exactly. <laughs> okay, Tulma. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that, and then I was like, no, that's a shit joke. It was. Because <laughs> this is waffling just for, for nothing. All right. This is uh, the natural end of the podcast, mate. Thank this you. This is how it always it is, goes. This is how we always Don't end. talk over me. Sorry. Thank you for listening to the Well Played DLC <laughs> Thank podcast. Thank you for listening to the Well Played DLC podcast. If you want to check out all the good non tool content, go to www.worldwide.com play.com.au and you can read it all you can read all about the xbox series x specs nearly went the one x there um, all its teraflops all the teraflops copyright trademark and we shall do you think we can also do another series called power plugs oh wow that is time for us to go <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you for listening and we shall see you next week <laughs> goodbye goodbye, goodbye.